This autumn, Milwaukee Tool has you covered with a comprehensive lineup of pro-grade chainsaws and hatchets designed to tackle any cutting task with ease. No pull starts, no petrol fumes, no downtime for ongoing engine maintenance. Find your closest authorised trade partner today at milwaukeetool.com.au and experience the power and performance for yourself. Milwaukee, nothing but heavy duty. This episode is also brought to you by our friends at Beard and Blade, Australia's largest online men's grooming company. With over 1 million website visits, 500,000 satisfied customers and their extensive range of products. From razors, beard oils, shaving creams to skincare and hairstyling products making them your one-stop shop for all your manly grooming needs. Simply visit beardandblade.com.au and make the switch today to Beard and Blade. Another massive guest today and plenty more to come. So make sure you're subscribed if you haven't already. Righto, let's get straight into the show. <laughs> Absolute yeah, it's funny, mate. Yeah, I don't it's know. tough to get you boys back in town. Cocky, welcome back. Thank you. Happy to be back. Back in the in the mixer in Melbourne. It's uh, always around NBA finals. Yeah, conveniently. Yeah, it's tough though because when I go overseas, it's like the actual finals, like the playoffs are coming, which is good. I I get a grasp of that a little bit, and then when the business end comes, I'm uh, watching it at four a.m. in in France. So and it's not in- ideal. What's in France at the big tournament coming up? French Open. French, yeah, Open. French Open coming up. I've got a couple of Masters starting in Madrid, then Rome, and then then French Open. You've been, you've been in great form, mate. Congratulations. Good to see you fit, healthy, consistent. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, it's been a good start to the year. Obviously, a good Aussie summer. A um, couple of hectic matches down under there. But uh, yeah, happy to keep it going. The the goal for this year is to try and maintain it for the rest of the year. Play as many tournaments as I can. Makes it tough when I come back home, though. I don't want to leave too much. Yeah, that's sense. good to have you home. It's hard to know when you when you are. Like when you're here, it's what, how, how long would you get? Like two weeks in between? Yeah, probably had two, two and a bit. Yeah. yeah. Geez, your much. frequent flyers would be through the roof. Yeah, but it's not what it used to be. I swear I save up all these points and it only gets me like a premium economy to yeah. in Thailand or something. Yeah, yeah. So it's not worth it anymore. I just give up and pay full price. Lonely loves Thailand. You, that's more. You should- <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, I'm not sure about Thailand, but the frequent fly points, I certainly haven't seen them, but he's missed those saying hell of a lot of them. <laughs> yeah. fly, he's missed those left, right, and the center, oh, mate. I've been this it's guy for 25 years. Can't get a fly to buddy anywhere. Unbelievable. <laughs> so I was complaining about a flight. He lady paid for his first coffee for me today. So. <laughs> oh, <laughs> there is a lot of mail from you boys. Off the, the top. $80,000 bill. Oh, have you said that? That is not on the record. Is that on the last one? Yeah, yeah but I should explain is. the reason behind oh, it. Dave, so. That's the question off the top. What is, is with you owing Lonnie's parents 60K? <laughs> is that true or false? <laughs> Look, I thought... I thought 60 or 80? You bumped it up. Usually if times are tough and your mate... Like asks, you know, I, I was from Adelaide at this point, so I thought Loney, out of the goodness of his heart, would uh, would offer his his room to a struggling tennis player trying to find his feet again, um, with no shoulder, trying to come back from the depths. Because after all, I've paid and helped Loney out, but <laughs> doesn't doesn't matter anymore. Unbelievable! And just at the end of the day, I get I get a, a kicked out by his mum while playing UFC on his couch. Yeah, that was a separate occasion. Yeah, well, it's just all part of just not loving from the Loney house. Oh wow! And then the and then the invoice for sixty yeah, k. Apparently, the pipes underneath the been restructured. <laughs> yeah, well, the, the ex guy came in there and dug up the driveway and stuff. But uh, look, Loney's trying to Loney's trying to play me for a, an old house. Uh, and poor plumbing back in the day yeah. and he's just trying to th- 
thrown on the cock and house. It's probably BT. BT used to be a plumber. He's probably going around yeah, yours. Probably was, your yeah. area. You're in a nice suburb. Brighton, and yeah, he's complaining yeah. about a bill. Yeah. Unbelievable. There's it's also so rumors. So you're you're turning 43 next week, and you're still, <laughs> <laughs> you're still living at your parents' Did you house. <laughs> still living at the parents' house at 43. Unbelievable. <laughs> oh mate, that's so far. <laughs> you should see his room as well. It looks even younger. He's got Pokemon all around the place. <laughs> Actually, it looks like a chemist as well. He's got every vitamin C under the it's sun. True, I do have a lot of vitamins. Is that the trick to being? Because he's a, he's in, as I said, he's always a great shape for a comedian and just a normal human. It's funny you say that because he actually wanted to to go to the tennis and get a quick pump before coming into this van. <laughs> I believe that was his and idea. And on top of that, he's actually put the tightest shirt he owns. <laughs> yes. I mean, and make sure he sat at the front. The shirt the- was strategic, but you were very quick to jump in the bit, mate. You wanted to get in that that slot. You, you know talking? that the camera is is better. I'm on just that thankful side. for Loney that the camera doesn't show show down to his pins because that would be oh, tough. Doesn't you know. do leg weights. Yeah, it's a bit well, of American Dad about yeah, it. Well, well, maybe that's why he can't get past <laughs> American Dad. Maybe that's why he can't. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh, can that? Just as well, Tommy's giving you some sponsorships because you won't have any left. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. And uh, Loney apparently at dinner. Um, Maybe You've been going out a bit, but uh, when the bill presents, your asshole turns into Nemo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, about, Is there any truth to that on, okay. oh. Nemo asshole. Yeah. Hang on, hang on. Here we go, here we go. May I bring up what happened the other night at dinner? I would like to go into this right oh, now. You can go into it, but I know you're going to milk it. So go ahead. <laughs> Not going to milk it. This is how Thadassi Kokonakis rolls. <laughs> Every single time the bill comes, he'll be like, we had a massive dinner. There was like, how many of us? There are five couples there. Yep. So 10 of us at dinner. We're sitting down. We're having a good night. And then the, anyway, the bill comes. And Thadassi goes, oh, bro, do you want to just split this five ways? And I'm like, mate, I've had a vodka soda and a piece of bruschetta. <laughs> and he's like- well, just split it five ways, mate. It's easier. Just do what I say. Do what I say. Do what I say. <laughs> I'm like, oh, fuck. All right. No worries, mate. Anyway, ended up being $255. I literally had a piece of garlic bread and a, <laughs> and, a, and a water. He's had about 45 espresso martinis, <laughs> eating like a king, had a nice beef ragu, a seared steak from a Michelin star chef. And I'm literally there going, mate, I've literally paid $250 for a vodka soda and a piece of fucking bruschetta. <laughs> it was unbelievable. Loney will be, there'll be like a, a plate of chips come out and Loney will be like, no, nah, but I only had five of those. You oh, had like, eight chips, so you got to pay more. Absolute cap. Coming from Mr. Thadassi Kukadassi. Oh, bro, I actually made like $700,000 in two weeks, mate, over in Madrid, but I can't buy you a coffee, mate, because that's against uh, my policy as a bloke. Loney's the type of guy that like- when you're at a cafe and and you've all, you're both finished, he'll like hang back behind uh, the counter and wait for me to go first. The odd chance, the odd chance that I'm just like, yeah, don't worry about it, loads. I'll get this on. Biggest fabrication ever. <laughs> fabrication. Somewhere up there in the clouds, there's a big man with a big beard, and he's keeping a tally of all the coffees I've bought. This man. <laughs> and one day when we go to heaven, mate, he's going to come out. We'll probably be in hell, but anyway, we go to heaven. He'll come <laughs> out. <laughs> we go straight to hell. Anyway, someone's keeping a tab, and he's going to say, Thanasi, you owe this man X amount. You're going to have to pay up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is good. <laughs> <laughs> now, it doesn't just stop there. Anyone knows. <laughs> Anyone. Ask all the boys. It yeah. doesn't just stop there, though. Cock, the lads reckon you've got COVID again because you've been isolating at your missus' apartment for the last 14 days <laughs> and have been nowhere to be seen. Is there any truth to That's that one? That's funny because uh, Lodi's been doing that for the last three years. <laughs> you can't get him out. Every day. I spend one week. I try not to go out. 
I'm trying to change myself and not go out every weekend and not drink. I'm trying to trying to live a healthier lifestyle. The one time I do it, all of a sudden, loans turns into paparazzi. There's <laughs> cameras coming out left and right anytime there's something. Yeah, I can defend myself in this ridiculous claim that Thadassi is making. <laughs> There's been multiple times throughout my dating history that Tadasi gets the camera out, loves to fill me with chicks, loves to always take the piss out of me. The on one time I finally found this man in a relationship, I think this is my chance. I can finally get him back. Whip out my phone. I'm taking photos of this man just to get him back, you know, because the man's just given me a hard time for many, many years. Speaking of photos, there's rumors as well at F1 that Thanasi's nickname is uh, Early Days. <laughs> That's right. Is it's the only man that can get away with it. saying Early Days. No, so funny. I'm seeing a news report on Channel 7. They're like, local tennis star Thanasi Kokonakis denied photos with his current new boudoir <laughs> <laughs> due to the fact that it was actually Early Days. <laughs> this is after flying her to Miami and being seeing her for about six to seven months exclusively. Oh, seven. <laughs> Still Early Days. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what. This I'll try is... and keep it low key, but backfired on me. That's yeah, all you boys are so funny. I, I've, I've yeah. fired some texts today. I go, boys, need some banner on one another. And it's just been hot from both of you. Oh, I thought this is getting brilliant. started. And actually, I need some caffeine to fire my brain out. I've actually left my coffee. Oh, in did the, you? In the car. Go grab that. Is that, will that, yeah, yeah, keep that the camera. Yeah, keep, keep it, it rolling. rolling. Keep oh, it rolling. Seconds, I'll be right back. Keep it rolling. I'll be right back. He's left his coffee. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the what is this? Ladies, do you want to see a flaccid, mediocre-sized Johnson? <laughs> Straight from downtown. He's got the beard and blind <laughs> robe on. Have a go at that. That's what it is. Yeah, it is. It is. He's taking it from the, the hot springs. You go to hot springs with your miss up. Not yet, but she's on me. <laughs> she's on I me. swear every chick wants to go to the hot springs. <laughs> All of Melbourne's going to be in the water jacuzzi. Mate, we should go on a double date to the hot springs. Nah. Okay, <laughs> split the bill. Oh yeah, he could he could take it. Yeah, stand as well. Right. <laughs> Sorry, mate. I've just oh, yeah, I've just forgotten me card Old again. Cobwebs wallet. Yeah, yeah, exactly. no worries. That is elite. Now our friends at Beard and Blade have got us a couple of these. I thought I think if there's one man that's going to throw it straight on, it's the greatest comedian we've ever seen, voiceover oh, thank artist, you, thank you, and actor. Elliot Loney. <laughs> Much appreciated. Why are you laughing, you <laughs> dog rat snitch? What is this? <laughs> Unbelievable. Mm. Now, we know we do it at the, at the end, but we do it from the top today. Now, boys, I just wanted to get you a present here. Our friends from Beard and Blade. Man, that's uh, the number one male grooming company in Australia. You're coming home with some beautiful prizes, but I hear a whisper you may have already bought one today, but it <laughs> didn't do the job. So you have to send that one back because we've got the best trimmer. In the world. I bought one yesterday, a gold-plated 18-carat. I'm not sure what I was paying for, but it wasn't fucking cheap. It was like 350 bucks a while. I charge, charge it overnight, nothing. Donuts. The blade's broken without me oh, even using wow. it. I take it back today. I get a refund. Oh, no, I get another one, actually, but I didn't know I was getting a hero blade from... Uh, Beard and Blade. Beard and Blade. Yeah, so that's So much great. appreciated. And real handy around the, the tennis balls. I use this oh, for, mate, yeah, I'll use this around the edges, I reckon. Yeah, yeah, and that and that's what it's all about. But also, I only can't grow hair yet, so he doesn't need <laughs> that's true. I actually can't grow a beard. There you go. Well, there's some styling powder as Fantastic. well from Beard and Blade. They've got it all. So if anyone out there is this hasn't been on, yeah, that's for your hair. Okay, don't don't worry about it, Lonnie. You don't need it. <laughs> yeah, no worries, mate. <laughs> well, hopefully this beard trimmer will come in handy cutting this man down to size. Uh, <laughs> we'll see what happens. Maybe shave some mayo off some of the stories he also likes to tell. Beautiful hero, <laughs> hero. Look at that hero, which coincidentally he is not, but uh, it's still it's still a great brand. Heavy duty beard trimmer. Fantastic. And you got some uh, clay pomade there to slick the hair back. Cocky, you've just shaved. The head. 
Yeah, I had a shave. I had some blonde porcupine tips. I looked like Brett Lee back in the day. So <laughs> finger, finger off the long run. Yeah. I, I thought I had to get rid of those and went for the uh, the shave. Oh, mate, it's a beautiful – mate, smell that. Yeah, it's elite. Oh, it's like cocoa butter. Yeah, how good is that? I, put, I smashed it today. Just yeah, a little man, bit. you always look like an Abercrombie and slick. Yeah, is, that a, is that a King's Domain job? Or nah, just nah, just the local um, cash-only boys in Essendon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they only take the cash. That's so dodge. Just get the fade, give them the 45 yeah. and see you later. That's now, mate, um, have you heard a bit of David, David Bowie? I smacked onto your forey or whatever. What, what's David Bowie? A bit of Botox? <laughs> no way. Mate, you just look unbelievable. Oh, <laughs> give me can, we, can we just take a moment to appreciate the great man Tommy Sheridan's pill? <laughs> if we did, I did put a bit of forehead. Mo- I put a bit of moisturizer on because I had a little bit of um bit of what a little zit there that I just thought cover up. Yeah, but mate, look Is it like shining it. off the lights? Is well, it? I know mate, in this the day head is, the head is glowing. Yeah, yeah. In this day of cosmetic <laughs> uh how do we explain yeah, it? I know like, what you're talking about. No, yeah. it wouldn't do it. Wouldn't go down that wouldn't route. Wouldn't go down that route. Nah, nah. No, mm. I don't think so. Okay. Have you gone down that route? <laughs> I don't, I don't think he has. Think, Mate, definitely not. Tell me, <laughs> tell me how much you're sweating on the road. <laughs> <I'm so much. laughs> he, he, he told me you put the robe on, the beard and blade robe, brother. They're, they're the best in, in the business. Yeah, I thought you are going to get the rig out. He's got the T-shirt yeah, underneath. I was you kept everything on. didn't want to get the rig out. Well, I do have an unfortunate confession, Tommy Sheridan and Thadassi. I've told Thadassi <laughs> off mic, but unfortunately, I have uh, let the rig slip slightly since having a miss-o. Complacent. Really mm. got complacent. Yeah. <laughs> All speaking about the guy that gets 50 Lucamades every <laughs> night before bed. <laughs> this guy's sending me a Snapchat every night of about 300 donuts. He's like, just ate this, feel sick. <laughs> I'm like, great. Speaking of, Aren't you an anyone, athlete? I'm going to plug him. Has anyone had those Lucamades mm. on, on Chapel Street? Mm. Just next to 7-Eleven? Amazing. Unreal. Oh, silly. I can't silly afford stuff. to, man. No, Sloppy rig, just mm. blows out straight away. Yeah, but- doesn't matter. Yeah, but you're training. I've got to like, I've got to really, you got to By the time it. anyone sees under, you're in a good spot. No, not if you go on a Gold Coast for a no, sweat, go down to Talabudra. <laughs> last year I was there, not, our mate Rory Atkins, oh. I was skinny last year and um, I was just running. I was yeah. just even wasn't doing gym. Like I look like an avatar or something. Like I was just <laughs> horrific. I went to the beach, got long arms and legs and I got this just you know, barrel chest mm. with just a, just a shock and rig. And I went to the beach. I'm thinking, you know, you go out there for a bit of R&R. You're thinking, how good's this? I took my shirt off and he goes, fucking, what's wrong with your rig? I was like, what do you mean, man? He's sitting there taking photos and shit. And he put it on Instagram. I'm like, man, that looks horrific. And I was like, wow, that's enough. And then that yeah. was the moment. Yeah. You see it and you go, nah, that's, that's putrid. So yeah. Yeah. Is you on the trend now? Is on that, the trend, yeah. yeah up to, nice. I think I was like 74 kegs, man. So I'm up to about wow. 82 now. Oh, yeah. You on the creatine? Nah, I'm on Pro-E. Just a few Pro-E okay, shakes. Pro-E, right? Rockaby. Big shout out to Rockaby. Oh, I love Rockaby. them. What's yep. Rockaby? It's a, it's a, it's Why'd a, you say, yep, as if you knew what he was trying to plug his sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> that's not, oh, that's really? not, a, that's not a sponsored okay. product. Yep, that is. Yep. <laughs> Rockaby, bloody good. <laughs> <laughs> they are elite. Go down yeah. to the uh, local Woolies or whatever. Get one of them, mate. The best proteins in town, I'm telling you. Fantastic. Just buy them off the shelves. Uh, and, you know, while you get your rig. So you got complacent, have you? A little bit complacent. Just like, I reckon the body fat percentage is a slightly dipped a few percent. Is that why you got the t-shirt underneath? Yeah, like like you couldn't get the chest out in the beard and blade robe? Yeah, it was a bit premeditated for Darcy. I think we can reveal that now that it is, I was going to get my shirt off. Yeah, I was wondering why you kept that. But, uh, oh, I thought he was going to do it pre-show. I'm looking at him and he's like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, no, like hurry up and get the fuck out of me and get the robe on. He's like, nah, I'm like, mate, oh, my rig's so bad at the moment that I don't want people to listen to my rig. That's how bad it is. That's how bad. That's so why it's- I was open box 2022. <laughs> Definitely. Definitely not. In the Netflix special, I think I told you about the last yes, podcast. I actually watched that, by the way. Yeah, awesome. the one Thanasi's awesome. in. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I was in good shape in it, but let's, 
Yeah, back to Thanasi. Loney's making sure every every two seconds he just snaps himself in the background. With <laughs> yeah, his yeah, yeah. On. Well, it's real funny because you get like Kiggs, then you, you're walking in. And what a great time for that doco for you yeah. boys, winning that doubles championship. And um, and you just got Loney in the background. Mate, he makes me laugh so much. Like, <laughs> you didn't have to say anything. Yeah, but he's so, you, you're so, yeah, the pill. It's so serious. Like I'm only used to laughing and seeing him smile. Real serious. And he's like the bodyguard at yeah, the back. Yeah, I know. You would have had about four or five little mentions there oh yeah it was, it was pretty funny my head popped up a few times but there was just no mention about why I was there or what I do which was the <laughs> best conveniently part conveniently popped up you guys see the camera he's always just like <laughs> lurking in the background every yeah, time wow. free, little free feed yeah, yeah, yeah I'll just hide one steak under the other so the only thing <laughs> oh, I got too protein does this get to your big time this stuff Oh, look, I wouldn't say it gets to me big time. But <laughs> I, I'd just say it's an utter fabrication. No <laughs> I mean, I think it's a bit of the pot core of the kettle black, I believe. Uh, but, you know, I'll wear it. It's okay. I'm wearing the robe. I'll wear oh, it. Oh, that is good. You look great in the robe. <laughs> Thank you very much. It's the first time someone said I look great in a long time. <laughs> <laughs> Might be wearing this robe a lot more than just in the boudoir. <laughs> As I said, Beard and Blade, they've been awesome. They're, um, they're the number one grooming, the male grooming products in the world. Everyone out there, go online. I mean, the world in Australia, probably the world as well. Go online. If any of your friends or you boys want more, discount Aces for 15% off and free express shipping. They've got it all. Right now, we've got the styling powder, the hair uh, the pomade, yeah, the and the trimmer. Now, my question to you boys, on behalf oh, of- yeah, does, Oh, you I've can't. I've literally got a tattoo almost. Looks like Daniel, with yeah. the, the, Oh, the, the same logo. Yeah, he's got tats, but it's like a muzzy. Is that the one on your quad? Yeah. I've seen, yeah, leg, that was, yeah. saw that. That's a big- have you, you got a few more tattoos now, haven't yeah, you? Yeah, I've thought about it, but- I don't know. I was going to get a couple ones. One was a Nirvana, Nirvana cover. It's called In Utero. I like the shape of it. And then I found out what it meant. So I should probably- What it mean? In. Nah, we'll, uh, we'll yeah. move on. <laughs> <laughs> but it looked good. Lucky you didn't get that. Like that. <laughs> Out of the two of you, our first question here from Beard and Blade, who do you think is better, who has better grooming and personal hygiene? To be honest, I reckon we're both pretty clean blokes. You reckon? Well, defined clean. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Honestly, we're actually not too bad. Yeah, I reckon. Um, so even. Uh, I just don't feel like I'm even with him. What do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean? No, nah, Laney doesn't doesn't grow hair, so he's fine on that. Well, regard. I shower a lot, and <laughs> shower a lot. I, I keep my nails very. I'm a, quite a clean man. Oh, yeah, you can actually cut him for once. Oh, here he is. You reckon I've got claws? <laughs> yeah. Usually this guy's going for the Guinness World Record for the longest <laughs> fingernails. <laughs> They're curling around. He's like, hey, why, how are That's so funny. <laughs> so much grime under these guys' oh, fingers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that acts like I'm a chain smoker with all the grime. <laughs> That's brilliant. So you say even. You both... Well, you, you can't cop loan, you've been He just wants to get up. Yeah. <laughs> <Well>. <laughs> oh, fuck you, mate. <laughs> no, he's not too bad. All right, well, I'm lucky with that. Now, the second one, this is my favourite one. When it comes to the private parts, what kind of operator are you both when it comes to the old meat and tennis balls? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is this? <laughs> Do you want to answer that one, mate? How does this work? <laughs> what does that mean? Well, the meat's your snag and the tennis balls are your agates. Oh, I, I, I figured, but what are they trying to find out? Performance so you, or? No, no. So are you a, you trim, you let it grow like the great Amazon, like our mate Kizza from TF Podcast last week. You shave, no, you wax. I'm pretty trim. Trim. I, I shave okay. as well. 
shaved yeah, in I'll there. Yeah, shave, I'll shave my, my whipper, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, like, I reckon I might be using this because I'm not going to be using it on my face. I can't grow a beard. If it's anything remotely close to this face, he's got like the Asian hairs, you know, the yeah. the real yep. spread out long ones. Yep. I reckon that's probably you. Oh, the long what? Johns. The, you know the, one? the isolated ones. <laughs> yeah. Mr. Miyagi. Yeah, yeah. right. I'm Mr. Dingleberry. <laughs> You've been looking into my asshole, have you? <laughs> oh, I lost that top. I had to get that one out of the way. Sometimes you can't avoid it. You get some combs as well. Oh, boys. fantastic. Look at this. I'm so much different berries in here. <laughs> yeah, nice. Oh. Gives it to the man who's receding. <laughs> I mean, real handy. I'm honestly worried. One comb of Lodi's hair is just going to come out. <laughs> the man with a hat on what's exactly, raining. Yeah. I'm not the only man with a toupee. <laughs> we know another man with a toupee. <laughs> Gerald fucking Trump. <laughs> oh, Jesus. So talented. Oh, thanks, <laughs> so talented. Oh, very, very good. I'll get wow. these out your way for the- I was the, fishing uh, for that coffee. <laughs> no, no, it's like, you couldn't have just let it slide. That is, that is uh, very good. Are you hot? Do you want to take no, that off? I am that hot. I'll take that off now. I'm actually I'm not sweating. sure if that hair rolling into your ears from the shower or you're sweating. <laughs> but I'm so hot right now. It's all right. We'll keep it going. What do we got under there? Just, just let me look. Oh, it's hot hair. <laughs> oh, oh, Stop yeah. it. <laughs> he hates it when you do Stop that. Stop it. <laughs> what do you mean? It's brutal. <laughs> Fuck you, mate. It's so hectic. <laughs> <laughs> it's unbelievable, honestly. Hair looks good. Well, <laughs> oh, <cocky>. <laughs> <laughs> God damn you, Ross. How do you say that with Ross, the there it is. There it is. I told you, I told you. He wins the bet. He goes, you'll call me Ross as soon as we get him. 100%. On, he on the hates it too. So for any of our listeners who listen to this and really want to get under the nasty skin, you can't say anything in a match that's going to throw him off more than, <laughs> I'll be there for you. <laughs> <laughs> is that how it goes? Yeah, it's oh, right. Give us one more of that. Yeah. That's good. I'll be there for you. <laughs> and then it's something like the stars above. I don't know what I want to show. That is good. Fuck, yeah. boys. What a start here. Yeah, oh, it's wow. Good, I must say, I would, yeah, now that, that robe looks elite on you. Thanks, mate. It's also going to probably cause some sort of medical emergency. Because <laughs> <laughs> so I can really feel the yeah. sweat underneath here. But you if I vomit. That bad after this. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable scenes. Well, you're going to cop it because you're going to be at dinner with me unless the miso comes, which is probably more likely to happen. <laughs> Yeah, I got nothing. Yeah, yeah. nothing. Uh, we'll move on from the banter. Let's go yeah, straight back to Aussie yeah. Open, though. And if you let's are talk, uncomfortable, take that off while we're um, yeah, let's talk while we're Danny. talking. Yeah, I'll get the pipes out, mate. Thank you, much. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Cheers. Oh, look at that barrel chest. Yeah, get the barrel out, mate. Now I always be lactating on Oh, bro, you're that way. I know. I told you. <laughs> it's hot under there. Yeah. Cocky. Um, I was like, I can't get it off. <laughs> hey, do, it's a great jacket. Does Beard and Blade do some fucking... Some deodorant. Not that bad. Oh, you're in the right shape. No, nah, I'm in career worst, mate. Seriously, it's yeah, on all the your arms, levels mate. of career best is high. Ah, the nasty. This guy, I don't know you where know he puts it. You know he's getting tubby when like, he takes his shirt off and you know how people's belly buttons are like a little circle? He's goes into just like a flat line where you're just like. <laughs> yeah, cheers, mate. That's a genetic predisposition that I cannot change, right? This guy sits on his high horse because he smacks 45 Likamades, has about 300 sweet potato chips and four steaks, wakes up the next morning about 2% body. <laughs> 
Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's not fair, is it? No, it's not fair at all. I don't know where he puts it. Seriously, I've never seen a bloke eat faster or eat more than this guy. <laughs> yeah. Somehow he just doesn't put any weight on. It's the genes. Yeah, it might have something to do I've with always it. said that. Professional fitness trainers also tracking his every movement <laughs> <laughs> and making sure he runs 40Ks a day. I'm fucking tracking my movement. <laughs> <laughs> if they're tracking the look mothers, I'm in some strife. Mm. Uh, you got two weeks off, but let's go back. And yeah. um, Aussie Open, the uh, Andy Murray. I was away, so I, was, I unfortunately missed... Um, Mexico? The Aussie Open. Yeah, Mexico. Oh. JK, um, his wedding. And I was watching on tally. Mate, we've already had our podcast. So we've really mm. dissected his eye and the sunnies and how oh, long didn't it went. did make a dramatic yeah. about himself? <laughs> I didn't Mate, either. On, on his, on his uh, Insta, for everyone asking all the millions of fans around the world. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's like, let's just go do it. They don't, he's asking the guys, I've got an actual serious problem. He's back in a day. He's fine. <laughs> Mate, you saw me eye. He's ready the devil. Appendage, I told you this. <laughs> he had pink eye and he's tried to make it dramatic as if something bad's happened. Unbelievable. There's two sides to the story. It was the thing of <laughs> Have you known? Under the quilt is Miso Drop Off. That's the most outrageous pants I've ever heard. I'm sorry, man. Jesus Christ. <laughs> She's a lovely lady. <laughs> yeah, she is, mate. <laughs> Do you ever not, like, when, when yeah, I'm not going to bring up what you said the other day. About six of them. <laughs> <laughs> These bugs are out of control. This is what we want. We want chaos. I won't. I won't. I can't. Um, <laughs> I got to gather myself here. Sorry, when he, just before we get right into the ins and outs of that game, yeah. when you see Loney in the box, mate, do you ever actually laugh? Like he makes me laugh if I see him anywhere, right? If you're, or you just that in the heat of battle, you don't even think about it. I'm, I'm actually happy you kept the glasses on because he had one eye. Like, like, <laughs> well, it was like a cyclops. I couldn't. I was going to wear an eye it. patch. Yeah, like, yeah, then, if, he, if he wore an eye patch to the game, I would be like. Done. You could have, yeah, yeah. have to leave. Yeah, he I said that to me. I said, Thanos, I can either wear the glasses or the eye patch. I showed him the eye patch, put him on. He's like, put it on, I put it on. He's like, if you wear that bro, I'm never speaking to you ever again. <laughs> That's it. Game over. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, okay. Sun as it is. And then he wore the Ray-Bans. I've given him 15,000 pairs of Ricks. <laughs> no, no, and he wore the Ray-Bans. There's a time to wear the Rixies. was uh, at 4 a.m. When <laughs> <laughs> Cocky's going fifth set. And the tiebreaker with Andy Murray. glasses too. I had it like stitched up with some gaffer tape. <laughs> yeah, I know. No, I do. I can't take him seriously most of the time. But when he was in the box, he's actually all right. Because he's seen me training that. But mm. if I ever like invite him to do a tan run or something like that, I can't like. I run out of breath way too quick because he's just trying to crack gags the whole time. <laughs> Speaking of, we have one. but um, Yeah, we do have a ripper, but we'll but, get to that. Yeah, we'll get to that. Yeah. I can't. The worst was not during the doubles. During the doubles, I couldn't take him seriously last year. He's, <laughs> yeah. he's out there and he's doing a pump. I'm literally warming up in the gym and he's doing like curls and shit, like making it all about him. <laughs> it's unbelievable. He sees Tennis Australia, fucking Channel 9 or whatever, filming before the match and Lone oh. just in the back. <laughs> he's like, Clocky, you reckon I'm looking... Do you reckon I'm looking big, mate? <laughs> <laughs> you Every this time. Great. Oh, wow. I Lonely's can't believe like, it. Stop telling everyone the truth. <laughs> I'm so embarrassed. I'm going to sing out of the TV in a second. <laughs> nah. like Alex Mack on ABC. He's trying to a puddle. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be serious. Nah, he is good because he's actually seen, he's one of the few guys that have seen, as ridiculous as he is sometimes, he's seen all the work I put in and, mm. and all the training. So when it comes to something that's serious, I can actually, um, I can appreciate Appreciate my boy Loney being there. I'd rather have him there for sure. Yeah, yeah. that's great. And the match as well, like you great you take away a lot of confidence from that, even though you didn't get the result you're after. But man, that was have yeah. you ever played that late before? No, that's that's absurd. I've, I've had some late matches in Acapulco, but they start really late and it hasn't been like a five setter. Second, I think second longest finish in Australian Open history. <laughs> Sorry. 
<laughs> saw the camera you had to get yeah, it. Slowly making it about him again. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Um, yeah, that was it was cool. It was I don't know how many energy caffeine gels I had during that match. Oh, during yeah, the match. It was, it was crazy. I just had I really enjoyed it. That was something that was uh, a crazy match. Obviously the result wasn't what I wanted. Um two sets of love and five two. Still hurts a little yeah. bit, not gonna lie. But um I remember the the week or two after that, everyone coming up to me, mate, what happened? Oh, what a match, mate. But what happened? Every time I was like, no, this, I'm not going out anymore. Yeah, Had yeah, enough. yeah. I was staying at the crown, I'd just go for like a war. And that's all I was getting. It would be annoying listening to yeah. like I just wanted a late Maccas one night. It's probably the day after or something. I roll in for a McFlurry <laughs> nugget combo or something like that. <laughs> and some better rolls in with his fucking shirt loose and a tie to the side and his like chest pubes like for you. He's, like, oh. He's like, mate, you're fucking shit, mate. What happened? And I was like, oh, I'm so close to throwing my McFlurry at this oh, guy. It's brutal. Yeah, not it's what brutal I need to out hear, there. It's but, brutal. That's one of the few matches where I've lost and I'm like, I really enjoy that. The crowd was unreal. The atmosphere was unreal. Insane. Um, yeah, I wish it, it happened a bit earlier so a few people in Australia could have watched it. The ones that stayed up, hell of an effort. Because, um, yeah, I was, I was pretty distraught after, but it was a, uh, it was a cool moment after um, Andy came around to the locker room and he apologized like during the match or at the end of the match. And then he came after. He's like walking over to me and I was like pretty distraught. He's like, I'm sorry, mate. And I've just given it the fuck you. <laughs> yeah. He sent you a really nice message. But yeah, no, nah, well, he's a ripper. We, uh, yeah, we gave each other a hug and it was, uh, mm. it was a pretty cool moment. And then he sent me like this massive message on Instagram being like, um, keep going the way you're going. You mm. have big things ahead this year. Um, I wasn't really expecting that level of tennis from you and all that. So he was giving me, he was giving me good props. And he's one that when I came onto tour really uh, took me under his wing. I played doubles with him a couple of times and kind of mentored me a little bit. So as miserable as he looks on court, he's actually a ripper bloke. So yeah, he's, that's he's, awesome. he's a good man. That's great to know. It's yeah. great to know. And you take a lot of confidence again, like I said yeah. before, out of a champ like him, mm -hmm. you know, you challenging him and then him following up. Does he yeah. give you some actual like advice? Like, mate, your serve here was unbelievable. I found it tough to yeah. like does he give you actual pointers? Yeah, he did. He gave me we we're gonna have a we've got to have a proper conversation. He said like I'd be keen to have a chat if you're if you're willing down the track. But he did give me a a message saying like your serve was one of the better I've faced in my career and he's one of the better returners going around and I don't know how many times I aced him. I needed everyone mm -hmm. uh to make it competitive like that. But yeah, that's uh, that's big praise coming from him. Yeah, that's mint. Yeah. He also said some really good things, I think, in terms of like your improvement. Because yeah. Vanassi played him in Glasgow and Davis Cup a few years back. Was it 2015, was it? Or? Bent me over. Yeah, and it was a much, you know, more one-sided scoreline in Murray's favour. And then obviously Thanasi, uh, Andy saw the improvement that Thanasi had made on the court and was like, mate, this is insane. Like you're, imp you're a completely different player to the player I played yeah, that's in brilliant. Glasgow. So, Speaking of, playing him in Glasgow was something else atmosphere-wise. Mm. Like, Playing in Australia with home support's crazy, but that was like a smaller venue indoors from his hometown and he'd kind of wait before the whole team got announced and he was the last one announced and he'd kind of lap it up a little bit late. But that atmosphere was some of the craziest I've played against. I'd hit a let and the crowd would cheer. I'm like, fuck. Mm -hmm. Oh, really? Is, yeah, that was nuts. What, one -on -one. what is the best atmosphere that you've played in? That's up there. Um, that's definitely up there. The Murray match was cool. I had, I've had good atmospheres in Mexico. I was going to um, say that. A big shout out to the Hornado, Timmy Horn, who um, has married a Mexican and he's from the. He, he told me to ask you about. Yeah. Um, how do you pronounce it? Aca, Aca, Acapulco. Yeah. In Mexico. Yeah. yeah. Crazy atmosphere. So, what atmosphere? They're, they're known for. Like, if Mexico gets a decent tennis player playing for them, 
they're going to go nuts because the support they get is crazy. I feel Mexican when I'm playing there. I had, I had like people chanting my name around the stadium. Um, That's unreal. Corky in like a little Spanish <laughs> accent. It was it was pretty cool. Um, but Acapulco is known for like because it's so hot there and so humid. They start their matches so late, and they have these parties uh, that go to like four five a.m. like on site. So it's like hotel courts and the beach, and then they have like these makeshift parties there every night. So it gets pretty loose. That's um, elite. I didn't do it this year. I went to Dubai instead just to kind of change it up because my sleeping patterns are just cooked after I go there. But the Mexicans really get behind it. The atmosphere is crazy. Definitely one of the best venues to play at. That's me. Yeah, that's sick. Yeah, that's great. How do you adapt in those kind of, you know, in those conditions, just hydration and everything yeah, else? Yeah, hydration as well. You sweat so much. That sometimes makes it the hardest part of like literally gripping your racket. Your shorts are literally like you've come out of a swimming pool. They're like all rolled up. Um, it's, uh, it's very tricky to play against. Everyone cramps there just because they've lost so yep. much fluid. Um, but it's it's as well the timing of the matches. You start so late. It was like the Murray match. Like you can play matches at like 11, to, uh, 11 12 uh, at night. So that's just the adjustment. That's tough. Why was the Murray match? So I was, I'll never forget it. I landed, I think I landed in LA and I was in an Uber, I'm pretty sure. And I was on my own at the time. And I was like getting updates on my app of like, I couldn't get, I couldn't stream. Yeah. And um, I was, it was just ridiculous. I was looking at the time. I'm like, is my phone cooked here? Yeah. Anyway, why was it so late? Was there a reason why? Started late. It was a weird AI. But why did it start me. so late? <clears throat> just because the chicks match before went ages. Right. So they had like a knot before um, a certain time. And it was, it was a strange AO. So I played my first round over two days. So we went on and off again. I was playing Fognini. and went on and off again six or seven times. We'd literally come on, warm up, have the three-minute warm up. And then I'd have to go back on off, off court because of the rain. And there was this little like player area and then we'd come back on. And then I was like five points away. So then I had to play five points the next day, but I didn't know. So you got to prepare like it's like a full match again. Mm. So it was, it's one of the craziest Aussie Opens I've experienced. I literally came back, played five points, had to go through my pre-match warm-up, everything like that, played five points and then won my next round. But everything got pushed back due to weather. So we the just weather. started really late and there was a chicks match that went ages. So that's one that. thing I reckon in tennis, it's really hard to grapple with for like yeah. the top tier players, like because all of the time schedules, is like not before a certain time. So you can be getting ready. Like the Nasi can be like underground, getting ready, preparing with his trainer. And then the other player comes back, wins the yeah, set. I, and then I he's literally back, did like four more months. Back in the cafe. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's like you get ready, you're pumped up for the match. You've taken your energy gels, you're ready to go. And then all of a sudden someone comes back, wins a set. Then you're back in the locker room, just sitting there. Yeah. It's tough. I don't know how, how players, I know a lot of NBA players have their like pregame naps and stuff. I can't. My mind's racing. I mm. try and have my eyes shut. They had like a little rest area at AO and I'm just lying there with a towel on me trying to sleep. But I just know I've got an important match coming up. I just can't can't get a lick of sleep. So I don't know how people do it. Yeah. If anyone's got any napping tips, let me know. Yeah. It's hard to switch off when you know what's coming. <clears throat> how do you prepare? Like I spoke to a couple of the boys. We had Jai, Simkin and Clayton uh, Oliver. They yeah. like to stay relaxed, but they're animals game day. So they're, they're, their cues like pretty much when the balls bounce, then they turn into animals because yeah. they reckon they waste too much energy. Mm. Um, you're saying you can't really switch off. Like, how That's do you- the ideal way to do it for sure. I feel like football might be easier in that regard where you can kind of make it a bit more physical. You can kind of run a little bit harder, kind of give a couple bumps or, or maybe tackle a bit harder. Tennis, there's a lot more sort of, I feel like, feel involved. So you can't be too amped up all the time because then although you're trying hard and your intensity is there, like, it's, I'm assuming it's a little bit similar to kicking for goal. If you're too amped and you want to kick it too hard or something like that or too far, 
you kind of lose your bearings a little bit. So for tennis, you want to have that intensity, but you want to stay relaxed stay as well calm, in your hand. Because yeah. if you're too tight in your hand and too amped up, then you're going to spray ball. So that's where it makes it tough, I think. When you're warming up, I know when we used to like warm up pre-game, like that's the atmosphere. Like it's all different. You know, you're at training, there's no one there, you're smoking balls, you're doing all these things. But then when the atmosphere is there, mm. the touch is so important. So pre-game, yeah. you know, you start, I'd imagine with footy, like, you know, you're kicking goals. But if you're shanking a few in the warm-up, you've only got like a 10-minute warm-up mm. before the balls bounce. And then when you're out in the field, it's yeah. TVs, eyes on, and yeah. the crowd. You want that touch to be nice and smooth. Yeah. For you, when you're warming up, is that is that a real critical time? It and is. if you're not getting that touch, is it really tough to kind of start a game knowing you want more warm-up? It is. It is. And it's so different. I've tinkered with a few sort of warming-up techniques, but – Ultimately, I just go back to what I've done since I was a kid. You warm up for like half an hour, maybe a couple hours before the match, you get some food and then you do a physical warm up before your five minute warm up on court with your opponent. But yeah, it's weird. You can kind of see how how well someone's feeling the ball in that little five minutes. Um, I remember I played uh, Alcaraz um, at Indian account? Wells. Freak. He's Mate, silly. Freak. Yeah. And I had the warm up and just how from the first ball, his intensity and how hard he was hitting it just in the five-minute warm-up, usually you, know, you feed it and you kind of get a bit of rhythm. And he's out there crushing the ball. I remember the first point of the match, he serves to me, I hit a decent point in return and he just lasers a winner past me. Like zero nerves. And I was like, holy fuck, I'm, I'm in some strife here. And I, looked at, I looked at my coach and uh, I was like, yeah, this kid's a freak. Like I was literally looking at him. I'm like, I don't know how he's so intense all the time. Like how he's built like a little ball. He's so quick. He hits the ball that hard. I remember almost laughing. Like it was three and three. So it's like, comfortable match for him but like score kind of helped me out a little bit because I came off the court and I was like fuck this kid's just better than me like yeah. but a genuine question from my end as well like I've said this a lot of times maybe even to you and like a lot of guys that I know are like off mic like I reckon his level is insane like and I'm not just saying that to like blow smoke either like we're mates but like I've watched a lot of tennis and I reckon his level is far higher than his ranking would suggest right so in your opinion then is like how much is mental like how much does that come into it like do you you just mentioned that first point like when he laced that shot past you you're already looking at your box going far out but like i've never seen anything like that. but how much is that mental because i also reckon that your game and your forehand is like maybe the best like the best forehand in the world so when i play guys i feel like i've usually got that edge or some people might have a better serve than me but like it's very rare that they have a better combo i feel like when i'm playing my best i feel like my serve and forehand is like it and okay maybe my serve's better than carlos but i was like holy shit, his forehand is elite. Like mm. it is, I can safely say on that day, especially it was definitely better than mine. And he's proven it's, it's elite. But that first ball you hit, I was just like, I've come off court twice being like, I don't know what I could have done there. Okay. I could have played a lot better both times, but a lot of it's because they didn't let me. One was Djokovic at Wimbledon and one was Alcaraz at Indian Wells. And I came off the court, I'm like, this kid's a freak. I felt like his top level was the best I've ever played against. But I remember even on. when you were playing in Adelaide against Chilich, and you were saying to your box, like, this guy's, yeah. like, but you ended up winning that match. Yeah. So, like, how much of that mental, like, do yeah. you think is- A lot of the top guys, as good as they are as well, you've got to try and keep it tight for as long as possible because then they're not able to play as free. When they're up, the front running ability is crazy and then they show their full arsenal. So, if you can keep it tight, maybe then you kind of get a couple cracks, but if they get a break early and they're feeling it, it makes it, makes it bloody tough. Mm. Just on that, so- as you know, I'm learning a lot about tennis. I don't know. I literally just follow, you know, you, Kiggs, and a few others, right? Um, all the Aussies. You just said he started the game, the warm-up, 
and the game hot. You just look so locked in. Do you take that into your game and go, I'm going to do this next time and just really pound the ball early in the yeah. warm-up? Or no, that's not your route. That's not your thing. Like, yeah, do you take well, that? I, try, I tried to do one. He came to net and I tried to whiz one past him and I hit it so far along. I was like, poor. Oh, wow. I tried to hit one. He went sailing past. I'm like, fuck, I hope the crowd didn't pick up on that. <laughs> and he came into now. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to show him a bit here. I go bang and it just sailed along. I was like, geez. Wow. Yeah. So that's yeah. kind of sticking to your game plan, not yeah. trying to. So yeah, there's a bit of that as well. Yeah. Well, I, I made the adjustment a while ago in my career because I used to come out in matches and I'd used to spray errors and there's nothing worse than getting broken first game for me. That's why I usually tr try to return first. I use the first game to kind of find a bit of rhythm and then hopefully I'm warm when my serve comes and then find that way and at least go 1-1 one, one into the first uh, after we both serve. And yeah, this one backfired on me. I went 0-2 pretty quick and I just wasn't feeling it from the start. But after playing him, I was like, fuck, I see what the hype's about. Like, I think if he stays healthy, he could be literally one of the Th guys. That's interesting, isn't it? That yeah. that start to the, you know, the game is like, you know, getting that 1-1 one, one or getting two up. Yeah. Because if you are down to love two, it's, it's you know, I'd imagine mentally you're yeah. thinking, got to be more aggressive or, yeah. wow, this set's getting away from me. Maybe yeah. like, is that what goes through your head during the first set if you're down, say like, Four nil. Yeah, it's tough because then you're like, oh, um, especially if there's a big crowd. I remember there was a it was a Saturday night and it was packed at Indian Wells and there weren't that many rallies. He was whizzing the ball past. I hadn't kind of found my rhythm and I'm like, all right, I'm gonna like make a couple balls and find the rhythm. And then I was dropping it short, just playing too safe, and then he was crushing winners. So I'm like, shit, I'm in some strife here. Like I don't know. And then you play too aggressive and you miss. So when you get behind the eight ball early, it makes it tough to kind of to kind yeah. of get back. But yeah, lot to be said for practicing as you play too, don't you think? Like yes. I mean. Those Spanish guys, maybe I'm generalizing here, but I know that you hit with Nadal before and you said that he hits that cover off the ball and the hit up as yeah. well. Alcaraz is exactly the same. I don't know if like all the Spanish guys do that, but like, do you try and put that into your game or like, how do you find that you practice in comparison? Did you try to emulate match yeah, scenarios? Yeah, I, I try and, it's not something I used to do. Um, when I was younger, I used to not train that well. Um, I used to kind of just wait for game day and then kind of amp it up. But now I'm trying to make it uh, sort of more similar now I think I'm almost a better practice player sometimes than match player. But when I was younger, it was completely the other way. Um, but yeah, he was one of the few guys that a lot of guys in practice kind of show how big they hit it and then play the match and they play a bit safer. Rafa's one of them. Um, Akaraz is the hardest hitter I've played against for sure. He's, wow. He Young plays well, isn't big he? compliment. Yeah, he's 19 or 20 now. And he, um, yeah, youngest ever world number one. He in the match, I was just like, geez, this guy. Is he, do you reckon he's the next big thing? Yeah, he is for sure. He won so. US Open. Like he's yeah. already yeah. stamped his. What's crazy is his coach, um, Juan Carlos Ferreira, got to number one in the world. And he uh, he's almost eclipsed his prize money already <laughs> at 19. That's insane, yeah. isn't it? And Juan Carlos Ferreira was a gun yeah, as well. Yeah, hell of a player. Like, Great ridiculous. career. Yeah. On Grand yeah. Slams, I think. And yeah. There's, yeah. Um, obviously, you got to beat the best, you know, to be yeah. the number one and win these trophies. But when the draw comes out, like – you must hate having to match one of these guys in the first round in big tournaments. Not not hate yeah. it, but it's like, because you get prize money as you get deeper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd I, rather meet them a little bit deeper just for the insurance. Yeah, I feel like I've had that a lot actually. Or if my first rounds hasn't been too bad, I've had a top 10 guy straight after. And I've, and I've pushed a lot of them. I had a golden opportunity in Miami. I had five match points, which was crazy and didn't take it. So that one hurts as well. That one's there hey, with the Murray one. All learnings, all yeah, learnings. Yeah, exactly. So... But I mean, that's that's the reward they get for playing week in, week out and getting their ranking up. So ultimately, that's my goal to get seeded in Grand Slam so I don't have to face those guys sort of first or second round. Oh, is that how it works, does it, with the seed? Yeah, if you're a top yeah. 32 seed, you don't play a seed until the third round. Oh, and I think I that's a that. good thing about TK right now. He's got like uh, basically no points to defend for the rest yeah, of the year. I've right? had a really strong start and I've got barely any points to defend for the rest of the next, what are we, in April? Um for the rest of the year. So if I just oh, wow. maintain where I'm at, mm. I think I was like 25 in the race or 30 in the race. 
um, this year. So I've had a really good start and yeah, hopefully I can keep it up. That's the hardest part is maintaining over the course of a year. Yeah. 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 And is, has this been the most consistent you've been with your body and your yeah. performances for your career? Yeah, for sure. This is the most consistent. Obviously I won that title in Adelaide last year and we won the doubles, but I'm trying to play a lot less doubles this year because yeah. it kind of affected me back end of playing as much singles tournament. Although that was a cool experience, I want to try and get my ranking to where I think it, it should be. So that's that's my goal this year. Thanks for listening to another episode of Tommy Talks, where you literally can't thank you enough for all your support. Speaking of support, our great mates, Milwaukee Tools. Without yours, we wouldn't be here. Milwaukee Outdoor Power Equipment gives you the power to clear, cut, and maintain the outdoors without the petrol headaches. No pull starts, no engine maintenance, no mixing petrol and oil. Book a test drive now at milwaukeetools.com.au. Milwaukee, nothing but heavy duty. And remember, Beard & Blade is your one-stop shop for all your manly grooming needs. Beard & Blade offers an extensive range of men's premium grooming products that are designed to provide a closer, smoother, and more comfortable shave. With over 90 brands available and products ranging from razors, beard oils, shaving creams to skincare and hairstyling, it's time to upgrade your shave. Visit beardandblade.com.au, Australia's number one online men's grooming company. Make the switch today to Beard and Blade. Righto, we'll see you on the next podcast.